Hi, I'm Emily, host of the podcast Sex with Emily. Sex toys aren't just for women. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to discover the best sex toys for men. The Fleshlight. A lot of guys say it feels even better than sex, and it helps build stamina, meaning you'll last longer in bed. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to see my fleshlight recommendations and get one tonight. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Sign up for our mailing list. I will not spam you. I will only send you things that will change your life. How about that? Change your sex life, change your relationship, help you have the sex life and the relationships you want. So you should do that. You should also download all my podcasts. Um, You can subscribe. You can get them on iTunes. We try to release them every Tuesday and Friday. We definitely have two shows a week. Lately, over the holidays, it's been a little crazy. Hasn't quite been on that schedule, but we're going to get back up to schedule. So happy new year, everyone. And thank you so much for um, being a Sex Family fan. Our Facebook page is going crazy lately. So thanks for everyone for liking our Sex with Emily page, following me on Twitter, where we also, if you're like me, you got ADD, you just want some quick sex facts and sex tips and stuff like that, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. I'm here tonight with the lovely Anderson. Am I lovely? You are lovely, Anderson. You're amazing. I like you so much. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? You feeling good? I'm getting over a, a very horrible cold, but you feeling much better. You were on your better. deathbed the yes. other night. Like, I, you, your head was on the desk. So I do, everyone knows I host Love Line on Thursday nights, typically, which is an amazing radio show they might have it in your town. If they don't, you can download the podcast. And Anderson does everything here for Love Line. And no one can do what I do, apparently, because no I can. have no backup at the moment. And uh, when I get deathly ill, I just have to drag my, my sorry You literally, your head, yeah, it was scary. I was going to talk to you. I almost uh, went to the store because I, I don't like to get, I get really pissed when people come to my workspace sick and I didn't want to be that guy. So I was going to come in like a Japanese woman with one of those little things oh, over my mouth. Oh, those That would have been hilarious. But I was too sick to go to the store to buy one. So. Oh my God. Okay, wait, Anderson, your sound keeps going, like you're lower and then I'm lower. That's just you. It's just me. Is it okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Okay, good. Awesome. So, um, and, um, well, I'm glad you're better. And we're all Thanks, better. Kid. Although I feel like I'm getting a little sick too. But I think it's because I'm getting sick in the head because I've got a huge week ahead of me. I'm going to be the AVN Adult Video Convention, AVN Awards, keynote speaker in Las Vegas next week. Maybe you're getting the AVN virus. AVN virus. I know. It's a lot. I've never given, like, I know I've done a thousand podcasts and I sit here and talk to y'all for an hour, no prob, but a keynote speech for an hour. Haven't done that before. So if anyone's going to be in Las Vegas next week, I'm talking January, uh, let me look at the schedule here. When is it? My keynote's on January 16th. It's in Las Vegas, AVN, Porn Awards, the Porn Show. I'm going to be on the Porn Star floor, which is a good location with Mr. Skin. Um, Mr. Skin, who has been fast-forwarding, what, all the nude scenes since 1999? Yeah, he watches every movie in the world in fast motion just looking for uh, nips. 
Right. He's on Howard Stern all the time. He's been on Loveline. He's amazing. So we're sharing a booth. That's going to be really, really fun. Have you um, worked with him before? I, You know what? I haven't worked with him, but I've met him. We have mutual friends and stuff. Why? Hey, he's just an interesting dude. I mean, if mean? I had to pick one adjective, it'd probably be creepy. Really? But like, <laughs> when you've met him, like he's so handsome and Midwestern. He, he's very nice. But yeah, as soon as he gets behind that mic, that you know how he's talking about the bush. And then you see a little bit of the bush there for a minute. And he's got that, that Midwestern accent. There's just something off-putting. No, I see what you're saying. You got the Midwestern accent, so you don't expect it coming. And then, yeah, he's talking about, you know, like if you want to see like Jennifer Aniston's nipple slip from a movie she did 10 years ago, he can tell you exactly where to do it. And you can go to his website. We actually have, um, check it out on my website. We have a banner up pretty soon. And there's some special discounts if you want to check out and subscribe to his site. So it's going to be fun. And I also have, um, what else? Oh, today's show. Do you want to know what it's about? It is about... We're going to be talking about penises because I know that that's your favorite subject, Anderson. Our men love thinking about their penises and other penises. So we're going to talk about penis sizes, what to do with your different penis size. I'm always giving you tips of what to do with your penis. But what if you've got a big, small, medium, curvy penis? What are you going to do about that? We're going to talk about that. Also, I'll be reading the emails that you sent to feedback at sexwithemily.com. I read all your emails. I try to get to all of them. And um, today, some of the things we'll be talking about is antidepressants and sex, overly sensitive penises, male-to-male, male-female threesomes, and a woman who wants to have an internal G-spot orgasm. Who doesn't? So that is what we got for you today. And also, okay, so let's just get into the penis topic because I like this one. So having sex with different penises. So here's some stats for you all. The average flaccid penis is 3.75 inches or 9.5 centimeters. However, that stat is rendered useless with the effect of outside forces. Coldness and swimming can reduce the size of the penis by two inches. Just like that Seinfeld episode. Do you remember that? With George Costanza? Do they know about shrinkage? Do they know about shrinkage? I was in the pool. Do you remember that? He's naked. Of course. Right? Of course. Love he it. looks oh, a little bit like the beginning a, of my show. What'd he you looks say? a little bit like a penis as well. Right. George a grower, Costanza. shower, exactly. He does look like a penis. So that can happen. 85% of men are under the delusion that the population's penis size is larger than it actually is, which is why men walk around beating themselves up and worried about their penis size. And I'm telling you, you guys are the only ones worried. We're not as caught up with your penis as you are. A man's shoe size, there's no correlation to his penis size. So all the women are checking out guys' shoes. I'm sorry, he might wear a size 15. What are you looking at? What are you laughing at? You got a uh, an attractive young uh, girl that works for you in here. Lindsay. She's Lindsay's Adorable Lindsay intern, yes. And uh, when you said that the, the ladies don't care about size, she made a sound that made me think that maybe she does. Lindsay, you care about that? Okay. I'm saying they don't care. Okay, sure. There are size queens. There are women who definitely only want certain types Those of Those are the girls you always see standing next to black guys, right? Exactly. But women are not as obsessed about it, and your penis is probably fine, okay? And even if you have a small penis, like, you know, our buddy Mike Catherwood talks about all the time, he's happily Who's married Mike? to a beautiful woman, and he has a small penis, apparently. Right. And so that's for- just his shtick. I think it's stick, but he's a small dude too. He's so. a small dude, and I actually—I know this is bad. I dated a guy for two years with a small penis. I broke up with him not because of his penis, but I can tell you this: he's happily married with two children. They're madly in love. They've been together ten years, and she obviously the penis is fine. The kids, boys or girls? Uh, boys and girls. Oh, little dick boy. I think little dick boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about but, that. 
Um, so yeah, no, some women make, I'm just saying that as, mu- as much time, I guess what I'm saying is, is as much time as men are spending obsessing about it, women are not as worried about that as you And you think. know, do you know that if you get like a, a better job at work or your testosterone goes up, the penis actually grows? You know oh, that? No. If you get a better job, it grows Yeah, like if you much? get a higher position, like if you get put in a position of power at work, it's a uh, known fact, it's a scientific fact that your penis, and I'm not making this up, your penis actually grows. Really? Yeah. Like it grows crazy? by like what? Probably millimeters. Right. But still, I mean, it's something. Yeah, it's totally something. Displacement test is exactly. that Exactly. So everyone should get a really uh, good job right now or um, what was the other thing you said? Hey, any kind of like power or testosterone. Oh, power, testosterone. Yeah. But it's a temporary thing, just like penis pumps. Um, okay, so uh, a man's shoe size, no correlation. A small penis will grow about 100% in length, while a large penis will grow about 75% in length. So if it's small, it'll grow 100%. Okay. An average erect penis is, this is the average, 5.5 to 6.2 inches long. How do you measure up? I think a lot of guys think that they're a lot smaller than they actually are, and they're probably average and fine. So if you have a small penis and you're insecure about your sexual abilities, it's important that you become really good at foreplay. Really good at foreplay. The closer to orgasm you can get her to during foreplay, the less time it will take you to make her orgasm during intercourse. Here are some positions to try if you feel that you are penally challenged. Doggy style, great position for deep penetration, which also makes your penis seem bigger. Have her place her head and shoulder on a pillow beneath her with her butt up in the air. For optimal results, make sure her back is arched, her thighs can be together. Also, you can try leaning in during penetration for more physical contact. This will create a feeling of intimacy and a feeling that you have a larger penis. Um, Also, positions with pillows. Instead of positioning yourself in a standard missionary position, use a pillow to change the angle. Pillows are amazing. And do you know Liberator? You know Liberator? They made the original sex furniture. You can get, you can buy some Liberator furniture at goodvibes.com. Go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibes. Use coupon code EMILY. And you get 15% off stuff. But anyway, check out the Liberator. They've got some great cushion like that's just made for sex. So if you use a if you use a um where'd I go? If you use a pillow, so uh, try leaning in to during penetration for more physical contract. Oh wait, back to the pillows. Okay. The pillow will elevate her to an angle for better deeper penetration. She can place her leg on your shoulders or hug her knees towards her head. Using her own hand also to play with her clitoris in this position will help. Clitoral stimulation is the key to having her orgasm. So like I said at the beginning, make sure that she is pleased first. If you're worried or you're in a relationship with someone and you're thinking she's just like, you know, babe, your penis isn't doing it for me, you know, bring out a vibrator, perform oral sex, learn how to please her. You should always know how to please her. You should always know how to do oral, perform oral sex or whatever it is that makes her feel good. But um, clitoral stimulation is always the key. It has 8,000 nerve endings. Your penis has Eight half those nerve 8,000. How many does the penis have? has like 4,000. So the only, what you're suggesting is that sex feels doubly good for you guys. You know what? I don't know. I actually want a penis for a day just to see if that's true. I wish I could. Like I, I wish there was some kind. I mean, you think with all the technology we have in the world now that I could get a penis for a day. I think if uh, women could get a penis for a day, it'd be very dangerous. Why? Because every girl that I talk to, every female I talk to, and I ask them that question, what would you do if you had a penis for a day? They inevitably, almost every single one across the board has said that they'd run around sticking it into everything. I would. 
See, that'd be a dangerous. The first thing I thought of that woman, scene from American Pie, I was gonna, I was gonna have sex with an apple pie. If every woman got a penis for a day, just a random day, you never know, kind of like a period, like you know, the three right? days a month, but one day out of their entire life, there'd be on any given day in a big busy city, a few hundred women who have their penis for a day, day, they're running around reaping havoc on everything. Sticking their penises in well, everything. Well, you know, it serves the rest of the world right, men right, because you guys are doing it anyway. You're always looking at us with your erect penis. But we're and not just bo- sticking it wherever we like. getting boners inappropriately. Um, what would you do if you had a vagina for a day? Just I'd stick. stick things in it all day. Yeah, would you? See, there you go. <laughs> would you move your eight clitoris with 8,000 nerve endings? So what I'm saying, though, you know, is the clitoris, I mean, the only reason the clitoris exists is, is for pleasure, female pleasure. So um, learn how to, you know, and women too. It's it's your responsibility as well. If you're with a guy whose penis isn't exactly what you what you dream of, wasn't the penis that you had hopes and dreams of, you know, one day when you were born, you dreamed of wasn't a larger penis. Wasn't the penis, penis. Of, in the white and shining armor? It wasn't the penis that rode up. Exactly. It didn't ride up in a white and shining uh, a horse in white and shining armor. I'm sorry. It's late here. Um, so I would say that, um, you know, it might not happen. And uh, just whatever. Get to know your clitoris. Get to know how to please yourself. Um, it will do you good. I got actually interviewed by a journalist today from Shape Magazine. About masturbation, we had a really interesting talk today for a really long time. She was doing an article on her masturbation, and I was saying that it is probably with females' number one job on the planet. If she wants to have a full, sexual, healthy life, she should take her masturbation seriously. And I think masturbation should also involve some cross-training. So if you do know how to orgasm and you have one, no problem, why don't you just try another way? I mean, we have so many erogenous zones on our body, men and women, that we often don't explore. And if you do some exploring on it, you might be pleasantly surprised. So, you know, mix up your masturbation repertoire and teach your boyfriend or your partner other things that you learn that make you feel good. Oh, so you mean... When you said cross-training, I really thought you meant like go hiking and masturbating at the same time. Did you? No, you could do that. Um, You could hike. You could have sex outside. No, I mean like, you know, some women only like, you know, we all have our go-to thing, right? You probably masturbate the same way every time, right? No, it's always different. No, it's not. Very... Maybe the porn that you're watching is different, but you do the same thing and you got the same towel that you grab. Whatever we all yeah, do. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Lazy, the, the, do... the routine behind yeah, it. All, yeah, we've all got our routine. We've got our sex routines and we've got our masturbation routines. But I believe that people should think of masturbation as something that is expansive and expanding your sexual health and well-being. So, for example, let's say you just get in bed and you always know I touch my clitoris. I have an orgasm in three minutes. I go to bed. But... What about your G-spot orgasms? Explore that. We're going to actually going to get into that. We had a listener emailed about wanting a G-spot orgasm. So just try different things. Mix up your vibrators. Mix up your fingers. Mix up what you do. Because sex is fun, people. Sex is fun. And have a lot more fun with it. Have a sexual full life. Okay, medium penis. A medium penis. Perfect for finding out what position suits you and your partner. You can try again having sex different angles by using a pillow under her bum during missionary position. Have her move her legs closer together or spread them wide. Just find out what you both enjoy most. And even if you believe, Anderson, that you have the perfect size penis, a vibrator can enhance the sexual experience. Have her move a vibrator on her clitoris while you move inside her. Again, this is always a good bang for your buck. It's the sure thing if she can orgasm clitorally. Because a lot of time the man's penis is inside you and it's just not hitting your clitoris. And a lot of women can only orgasm that way. So use a vibrator. And again, I keep talking about pillows because they really do elevate women. A lot of women just need to have a pillow underneath them. So try that out. Just grab a pillow from the bed or like I said, buy buy the sex furniture from Liberator. And, and you, you'll see that it can elevate her so you can reach her in different spots. Emily, do I, don't, I don't want to get too biological here with oh, you. But it. it is interesting that the clitoris is, is placed where it is, right? 
and the penis goes inside, but the clitoris is not inside the exactly. vagina. But I, as animals, I mean, are we set up to be having doggy style sex? And is the idea that this is gross kind of a little bit, but is so, it the idea that the balls are tapping on the clitoris? I mean, what is the, uh, what, what's set up there? Because the man's penis is not designed to both penetrate and stimulate the clitoris. Exactly. What is the greater uh, that idea That is a there? really good, okay, so the, 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 that is a, an amazing point, and that is why my purpose is on the planet, is to explain to people, a lot of men who, like, learn to have sex, they learn, like, the jackhammer, right? They start pounding. Well, that's what like, everyone that's sees on TV. example, right. But that is, like, nowhere near a clitoris. So that's why I try to explain that if you use pillows and you use different things, you can actually hit her clitoris more um, that way from certain positions. Like, straightforward missionary, not really going to do it. And that's why I always say that either you should be touching her clitoris, she should be rubbing her clitoris, or you can use a vibrator on it. Because the old in and out, which is why I think people are so, and especially women and men, they're like bummed out that their partner, and women are bummed, they can't have orgasms during intercourse. Only 30% of women regularly have orgasms during penetration alone. And by alone, I mean only by the penis. And that means that 70% of women, and that's not even all the time. That's like women who actually can 30% of the time. They need the extra clitoral stimulation. So biologically, I think we're just created to create babies. Like that's why we're here, right? That's why the penis and the vagina, like you can shoot your sperm and whatever. It wasn't about pleasure. Um, but yeah, it does feel nice sometimes when the balls hit the clitoris. If that happens or hit you in different places. But um, It seems kind of like God was being a little rude when he set up the ladies with their uh, their parts on I the I know. Outside. It's rude and it's confusing because we're like, oh, I don't under... I mean, I was confused. It, when I was having sex at a young age, I was like, I don't get why I'm having orgasms. Like, it feels good. And the thing is, it's not all about the orgasm. Sex really does feel good. If if, if, if I don't have an orgasm, I'm, I'm fine. It's good. It does, the in and out, the int- intimacy. But y- y- you got to move things around to make sure that you are hitting her in those places because guys are easy. Like, you're happy, right? I mean... Yeah, we're we're very very simple. You're a happy guy. And you know what Drew says often on uh, Loveline that I've heard him say a number of times, and it's true. The uh, the vagina is not an inside out penis, which is what a lot of exactly guys think it is. Right, and it needs to be warmed up. It needs to be stimulated. Each one's different. Each one's different, like snowflakes. Like snowflakes. Like snowflakes. I mean, every penis is. I mean, every penis, every vagina is different, and every woman's going to masturbate differently and need something different, which is why. For men, I, I'm, I'm sorry that you have to... Um, oh, it's fun this, figuring yeah. it out. You think Each it's one fun? is like a Rubik's Cube, yeah. It's a Rubik's Cube. Pe- uh, vaginas are the Rubik's Cubes of life. So what if you have a bendy penis? Women enjoy bendy penises. They can also hit the G-spot well. So you just have to know how to position yourself. The position that you pick depends on if your penis is bent upwards or downwards or to the right or the left. Men can use their bent penis to stimulate the front wall of a vagina, also known as a G-spot. So for example, let's say your penis curves upward Anderson, missionary position could be great for hitting her G-spot. And if your penis points downwards, doggy style could be great for hitting her G-spot. You're a lucky man. You've got like a sex toy penis if you have a bent It's called Peroni's disease. Yeah. And if it's really bad, uh, vitamin E, applying vitamin E to it, 800 milligrams, I believe, of vitamin E to your penis can help with some of that uh, curvature, your hockey stick you got there. Really? Yeah. But I think it's a plus a curve. I'm like, oh, psych, but he's got some, a curve penis. Some are like, you know, they're almost having anal sex with themselves when they're walking around. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it I know what you're saying. It all the way around. It's, no, it you're could right. Be too that, could be, that could be a little, little awkward. But I'm giving you all solutions here for things that you could work on, whatever penis you have. So a big penis. Sex with a big penis can hurt. Every man's dreaming about having a huge penis. There are a lot of men whose penises are actually too big. I've had a lot of people call in and a lot of listeners email me over the years saying my boyfriend's penis is too big. I don't know what to do. 
And guys who say, I can't have sex with women. I had one guy use an excuse on me once. And he's like, I said, we got to use a condom. And he's like, no, my penis is too big. It won't fit. And he actually was. Like the penis, the, the, the condom wouldn't go on his penis. But I didn't have sex with him. Because I was not going to have unprotected that's sex. That's a trick that he probably does. He probably it buys was the a trick. Small... Exactly. It was he shrunk Check it or this something. Out. Check it out. Doesn't like even he, fit, man. He ordered online from China and it says huge on it. What, what are you the... trying to say about Asians? Just that things you... are made in China like that. Oh, okay. I thought you were suggesting. I'm not talking. No, I actually was not making a, an Asian penis joke. You know, magnums aren't even longer. They're just, they're wider. Right. Yeah. The girth. Yeah, exactly. The girth. So maybe it said magnum, but really stuck in some faux condom. Um, but sex with a big penis can't hurt, so make sure you spend a long time on foreplay before having sex. Because women, they love foreplay. It's not only that they need it, you know, but they need it to get ready for sex. So it's not just like we're like, oh, foreplay would be really nice, and I enjoy going shopping and hanging out. No, no. We need it. We're not warmed up. So if you're wondering why perhaps your lover is not wanting to have sex as much, it might be because you're not doing foreplay. And by foreplay, I don't only mean like making out with her and dressing her slowly. You could have foreplay all day long. You know, send her sexy notes, make her feel good about herself. Whatever it is, it turns her on. A women, the brain is our largest sex organ. So do what you can to make sure. It's true for men too, man. It is true, right? Our largest sex organs are our brains. It's true. Yeah. It is true. And but you don't need foreplay all day. You can walk in, see your wife, and be like, "You look hot and ready to go." I think foreplay uh, serves a purpose, and for men, it's to get us erect, right? Right. Once we're erect, foreplay can be done. That's with the ladies, well, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. With the ladies, once you're a little bit lubricated, foreplay can be done. But I mean, any time before that, you haven't done right. enough foreplay. You got to get a little bit uh, exactly. lubricated and loosen up. You got to get lubricated. Good point. And you can also use lubricant. Lubricant is an amazing thing to use during sex. In fact, most women report that sex actually feels better with lubricant. There's such a stigma around lubricant that it's if she's dry or there's discomfort. But actually, like, again, studies show that 88% of women actually think sex is better with lube. So don't be afraid to whip out your lube. I actually make a lube. It's not available yet at emilyandtony.com. We're still waiting on a few things with that. But I also have my other products there that you should check out, my amazing candles that will flip your sex life around. And the, uh, of course, the down under comfort. Use coupon code EMILY and get discounts. Okay. Keep your balls dry. Keep your balls dry. Your balls are probably dry right now because you're wearing my down dry. under comfort. So I, could, I could use a cue stick on them. Oh my God, it's so hard to explain to people what it is. They're like guys who use it love it and freak out. Because even if you're a guy, you're like, my balls are fine. No, they're not. If you want more oral sex from your partner, if you want to feel like she always feels like she's good. Because I've gotten emails people have tried it. They're like, oh my God, it's amazing. I'm always fresh. I'm ready to go. And it's true. It's like a deodorant for your balls, but it like smells amazing and feels really good. So it's called Down Under Comfort. Check that out. So anyway, when it comes down to having sex with a big penis... Pick positions that incorporate shallow thrusting. Shallow thrusting is great because you won't actually hit her cervix, which can be painful. And plus, did you know, the outer third of a woman's vagina is the most sensitive. The G-spot is just a couple inches inside the vagina, so you don't even need to go all the way in, which might hurt her. Woman on top position is also great for shallow thrusting because it allows her to control how deep you penetrate. So if she's on top, she can control how deep you're going in and, and all the positions that you're doing. So, and if you want to go for missionary position, avoid the positions with pillows under her butt or legs because those support deeper penetration. Also, try slowing down your motions when having sex, at least in the beginning before she gets really warmed up and communicate with her what feels good. Um, so, since we're talking about penis also, we are talking about your balls. I did just talk about it down under comfort. And again, you should check it out. If your partner is complaining to you that she doesn't always want to go downtown, 
check out Down Under Comfort, emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code EMILY, 20% off your first purchase. Okay, that's all about your penises. That's probably, did you learn something there? A little bit? I've heard a lot about penises, so. uh, Oh, you've been on Love Line for 100 years. I may have not. Okay, fine. And your penis is probably perfect and your wife is perfectly happy. But, you know, a lot of you want to know what to do with their situation. I learned that a guy tried to pull a a trick on you by claiming that the uh, condom was too small. You know what? To this day, I do believe, yeah, it was a little bit of a trick, but he did do the little, oh, look, it's bouncing off. Look, it's bouncing off. I'm like, look at me leaving the room. Look at me. Was leaving he the making room. it like fly off like yeah, Howie Mandel totally. does with he the thing? He was a thing. total jerk. I wish I could say who he was. <laughs> He's kind guy. of a known person. <laughs> and I want to say that he was just an asshole and I laughed. It was at the, at the Four Seasons in San Francisco and he was staying in a nice hotel room and he would be back to his room. And then he did the whole condom, oh, look, it won't stand. And I was like, oh, look, I'm leaving. See you later. That was kind of funny, though. You don't, you don't like it when uh, guys incorporate humor into their sex routine? Not when he's trying to have unprotected sex with me. He was kind oh, of Oh, that like, was his end all? That was his end all. Like, his end game. Condoms don't feel good. Condoms, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I'm not having unprotected sex with you, That's who I know creepy. you're a man yeah. whore. I did know he was kind of a man whore, but I wanted to sleep with him anyway because he was cute. But then he pulled the no condom thing. So kids use condoms. Definitely. But it doesn't feel good, man. I know. It doesn't feel good. Duh, duh, whatever. There's other things you can do. Make sure you get tested then. If you're in a long-term relationship, get tested. She should be on birth control pill, the whole thing. Okay, we're going to read some emails from the peoples. Okay. This is a male, male, female threesome. Dear Emily, my wife and I have been married for 15 years. In the past year, we've had a couple of threesomes. They've both been with another girl and have gone well, no problems. But now my wife wants to experience one with a guy, male, male, female. What do you advise me to do? Divorce. Signed, Larry. Okay, so some guys have this one dick theory. Remember George Carlin, the comedian? He, I think he died, right, years ago? Yes, ago? he did. How dare you? Blasphemous? That, what? Not knowing that he's alive or dead is blasphemous. No, I know that he died, but I don't okay. remember. I meant I, meant I might have been wrong how many years ago he died. Five? I think he might be wrong on the bit. I don't remember him doing a one dick thing. But No, he, he did one time say a thing about, like, men got a one dick theory. They only want to see their dick in the room. It was like a shit. It's a good it like, theory. It's a good theory, right? So I get it. Um, but, but think about also, Larry, why you might be opposed to the male-male threesome. Is it because you're not attracted to men and the idea makes you uncomfortable? You're afraid that it's going to make you gay? Are you concerned about seeing your wife with another man? I can totally see that. Um, you need to identify how you feel about the threesome and have an open communication with your wife. If you decide not to, if you decide to have a threesome, make up your own rules. You can have as much interaction for the other, with the other male as you like, for example. I know a lot of guys, straight men, perfectly straight. Um, I remember my friend was telling me once, he's like, yeah, my buddy and I, he's a really good best friend of mine in San Francisco. He's like, yeah, we had a threesome with this girl, but I did not. We, I didn't look at him. He didn't look at me, and we were just doing her. Because, you know, they're, they were straight, but they both wanted to hook up with a chick. But I can understand this is like, it's different, I think, if your wife is really into hooking up with other chicks and you find that hot. But it's a whole different thing to see your wife of 15 years sleeping with another man. That could be irreparable damage to your relationship if you are not prepared to do it. Um, so you might mean, I understand why she wants it. Equal opportunity. I, I would love it. I've actually never done that. I think that'd be kind of fun. Have I? No, I haven't. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, my God. I haven't. No, I haven't. Emily. What? I forgot. I've done a How lot. How do you forget? I haven't. Okay. I've had threesomes, but it's always been with women. And I would like before I die to have one with two men. 
So email me feedback. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sad part is if you really wanted that, you could have it tonight. I know. Who? You and... No, you could go down the street to like any local totally. bar. Totally. I totally could. You're right. It's Raise not that I'm hands. like dying for it. And I'm really busy these days. But um, no. I, I want to Vegas next week. Vegas. Oh, the AVNs. Dude, it's on. I'm going to have a threesome next week with two men. Do you think you will? That's my goal. That's your goal? I don't know. I just made it up. It should be your goal not to have that happen. Why? Because it's going to be harder for it not to happen than for it to happen. Your goal should be hard. You know, you should strive for something that's no, difficult. No, I've been to Vegas a million times. It's never happened before. But you haven't been the keynote address speaker at the ABN. Oh, so you think I'm the keynote that there'll be men lining oh, up. You're going to have Ron why Jeremy at one an- end and Peter Ew, North at the other. Jack why decorating? don't I just announce it? Why doesn't I make it my keynote all about my lifelong dream to have a threesome? That'd be pretty sweet. And then I could have an audition. And the men could all come in and I could interview them? Because you got 90 minutes to fill. I've got 90 minutes to fill the keynote. I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. Well, the first 30 minutes will be you doing the threesome, and then you got to follow it up with 60 minutes of how it was. Exactly. Hmm. So I've had a threesome the night before and then talk about it or come back? No, like mean? during. Like it's, it's oh, the have ABNs. sex in front of the crowd. Yeah, you do it. I know. I feel like I'm going to be too tame for the crowd. Like, I'm on the porn star floor with all the porn stars. Like, I've got to, like, it's, I got to. Well, I got, you got to have a lot of shiny objects, too, to make sure they're not, like, you know. Bored. You got to make sure that they're paying attention. <laughs> you know what I mean. To my, Maybe right. you should bring a couple puppies up there with you. Puppies? Yeah. Or just get like naked? actual little dogs. Oh. And shiny objects. I'm interesting. I'm a shiny object. Hey, I wear lots to, of jewelry. Back but. to back to Larry real quick. I I, I do feel for him because I'm sure it's great having you know two two chicks, especially when one's somebody you've been with for 15 years, and then you got this new lady. Yeah. And it's like having two bowls of ice cream, right? It's like fantastic, more for me. And then all of a sudden, she wants to flip it on you. And it's like, not only do you, you not have two bowls of ice cream, you have one bowl of ice cream that you have to share with a stranger. Exactly. With the dirty mouth. That's not fun. Exactly. Not fun. Not not fun at all. And, and it can be really, I mean, I don't know why it, it just is. It's like a double standard. Like most women or people who have threesomes, it's typically two women. So, but I yeah. feel like when they first uh, delved into this, like perhaps they may, might have come up with some ground rules and maybe she brought this up at the beginning, like, hey, we'll do this, but eventually I'm going to want it this way. Right. If she didn't, I think he might have a right to say, hey, look, He could say I'm that, but it doesn't fly. Yeah. Larry, you can totally do that because I'm concerned. And what I do like, Larry, when I read your email, I like, I love actually that you've married for 15 years and you've had a couple of threesomes and there's no problems. But it's actually Dr. Drew and I, and I think Mike too, we, they disagree with me that a lot of people think that, that threesomes, you know, are going to ruin a relationship. Don't do it. They it ruin most. They do. They, I don't I'm, say I'm, most. I've dealt with it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, some. Three they or do. four relationships of mine have been ruined by uh, by threesomes. But weren't there other things going on? How stable Beforehand, were those yeah, relationships? And that's probably why these chicks like, brought in other girls because they wanted to blow it up. Yeah. They wanted exactly. To, to, those to were done. unhealthy relationships. He's got a solid foundation, a marriage that it's working. In. I heard this one story about a threesome. It was a great story. It was a Tell caller, me. and um, this girl and, and they're younger. They're like early twenties, and they're going to have a threesome. And she was all about it, and she was going to bring in her best friend, and they actually did it, and they're doing it, and they're in the middle of the threesome, and her boyfriend starts, you know, entering her best friend, and as soon as he gets inside her best friend, the uh, girlfriend just looks at the boyfriend. She she. Freaks out, punches him right in the nose, breaks his nose while he's inside her best friend. No way. Just imploded. This was a call around Love Line? During the act, yeah. Oh, my God. And he continued. (laughs) He continued? (laughs) I think he did. No, that's horrible. This is why, listen to my threesome show. I've done a lot of threesome shows if you want to know more about how to have a threesome. But really, you have to, if you're in a committed relationship, you have to establish ground rules. Is there penetration? Is there kissing? Is the person allowed to sleep over? Like, what is going to happen? You need to walk it through. You need to think about it. It's not something you should take lightly. I'm not saying that Larry is the poster child for having threesome. You know, I'm glad it worked for him, but, but... 
but you got to do work on it. You got to be in a really solid, solid place with your in your relationship and your sex life. Don't have it because you think it's going to spice up your relationship because it's not. Don't think it's going to save your relationship. It's not. But if you guys are healthy and you want to explore other people and explore other relationships, go for it. But not without a lot of talking and a lot of ground rules. And it is going to spice up your relationship that night, but it's going to make everything else afterwards probably seem even more dull than it was before. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't think that that, not always. I don't think it's like a gateway to like, you have to keep doing more. Maybe just like everyone saw that was fun. We think about it. I think people, different people have the capacity to handle different situations. situations. Okay. Dear Emily, I am 28 years old and I got married five years ago. I never had sex before my marriage. I love my husband and we usually have sex twice a week. He always reaches orgasm and is very happy. However, from the first day of our relationship, I couldn't reach orgasm from internal orgasm, internal intercourse. He always helps me to reach orgasm by stimulating my clitoris with his hand. I reach my orgasm, but it doesn't make me fully satisfied, and I don't like it. As it, as it, as it is by his hand and not natural, I mean, I like to reach orgasm internally. Reaching orgasm by his hand gives me, like, a sense of masturbation. I'm always waiting for a real sex with my husband where I can reach that by internal intercourse. We also tried many different positions, and I used to focus on it, but I didn't get any different results. Please help me find the solution. Dear Emily, thanks a lot in advance. Look forward to hearing from you. ASAP. Regards, Molly. Okay, Molly, so many women have this misconception that an internal vaginal orgasm is superior to the clitoral orgasm, that it's got to be this amazing thing that they're not experiencing. However, this is not the case. In fact, 75% of women require clitoral stimulation to have any orgasm, and then that could lead to a G-spot orgasm. So... Um, if you want to have an orgasm try uh, during sex, try having sex like women on top, which allows for more clitoris stimulation. You can also rub your own clitoris, but it sounds like you want to have an internal. So this is what I have to say. Have you ever, I don't know if you've ever had a G-spot orgasm, which is what you're referring to. So why not buy some sex toys? There are a gazillion sex toys that are just about the female G-spot. There are G-spot vibrating orgasms. There are G-spot dildo orgas- um, vibrators. There are so many. So why don't you either on your own or with your partner, start playing with your husband, start playing with them. Um, go to sexwithemily.com slash good vibes and Google, look at my page. I'll have some G-spot, but also like Google G-spot vibrators. They've got a million of them. See what feels good. Um, again, yeah, wait, wait. And also when you go to good vibes, use a coupon and get a discount. What did I say? I said it earlier. Oh, uh, what the hell? You guys all know my, <laughs> I think it's Emily, whatever, at good vibes. If you can't use a coupon, email me. Okay, so the point is, there you might need to work on it. So, so what I'm saying is, women who haven't had yet experienced, just say you haven't yet experienced G-spot orgasm, it doesn't mean that you never will. It means that you need to try it. So again, why not, instead of trying to do it during intercourse, try it with a toy, then you'll know how you need to move and how the position works. And again, it might not happen the first time you try it. Also, he can try with his hands. He can try to give you a G-spot orgasm with his fingers, with his hands. That's a great way to explore. And then again, you'll then you'll know your internal self better and you'll be able to move in that certain position during sex and then you will hopefully have that internal vaginal orgasm. Let me know how it goes. Dear Emily, I'm 31 and I've had this problem ever since I've become sexually active. The tip of my penis is extremely sensitive to the point of pain. 
I can have intercourse, just fine, but blowjobs are unbearable. If the girl can deep throat, I can last longer, but most of the time when a girl goes down on me, I can only take it for a few minutes before I pull her away. Suffice it to say, I've never come from a blowjob. I would love to enjoy blowjobs. So my question is, is there any way I can desensitize my penis so I can enjoy them longer? Or am I cursed to have sex life with very limited blowjobs? Okay, sign Mark. Okay, Mark, here's the deal. Um, I wonder, so do you have any, I'm wondering if you have sensitivity during intercourse. Um, it doesn't sound like you do because you do. Oh, you said you could have intercourse just fine. There is promescent. You've all heard me talk about promescent. It's a mild desensitizing spray for your penis. The best part about it is you can desensitize your penis. You still feel everything and it doesn't transfer to your partner. So she won't feel the desensitizing. And, and it's basically a spray that's primarily used to men to pre- pre- uh, prevent premature ejaculation or men who simply just want to last longer because most men, even if you last seven, eight minutes, your partner might need 60 minutes of orgasm and promescent is a great way to last longer. So everyone should um, check that out. It's the only FDA approved treatment. That's one way. Also, you can always go talk to your doctor about it. I mean, there might be something going on um, with your overly sensitive penis. There could be something. I don't know what it is. I'm not a medical doctor. But um, that's just some, you know, that that's, uh, you could try the promescent and see how it goes. Um, but also, I wouldn't be so bummed. You know what? If she deep throats you, it doesn't hurt. You know, find a woman who loves deep throat. So at least you're having good sex. And I hope you can learn to enjoy blowjobs and um, let me know how it goes. Try out some of this stuff. And again, talk to your doctor if none of this stuff works. People don't talk to their doctors enough. They really don't. They are embarrassed. They go in for their checkup and they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to my doctor. But, you know, Because they're judging you. You feel judged. Doctors are not judging you. Just because they went to school for eight more years than you and they're wearing a white coat. They don't know everything. We don't can't put them on a pedestal. They ask you what your, like, habits are and then they kind of give you that look and write stuff down. I hate when my gynecologist is like, so how many sexual partners did you have this year? Or, like, do you only have one? I'm like, no. Doesn't he, like, echo it into your vagina? Does he echo into my vagina? Yeah, as, he, as he's asking, like, how many? Men? No, my vagina doesn't echo. I'm kidding. Um, but no, I do have to tell him. Like, but I got over it already. I'm like, I have a few partners. I use protection. Next question. Did you did you ever think about maybe getting a female gynecologist? Um, Was it know, even a question? Did you care? I didn't care because I found one in San Francisco. Well, I'm now I live in LA. Actually, funny you should ask. Just found a new gynecologist today, um, which is just fascinating. Uh, in LA, but I did have a male for like 10 years in San Francisco and he was, um, it didn't creep me out at all. Except for one time he told me I had nice abs and while he was inside you. No, he was like feeling my, whatever. He's like, you you must work out a lot. And I'm like, let's not talk about my abs, but that was, but he's not, he wasn't creepy at all. And it doesn't freak me out. Wait, but if he's like uh, fiddling (laughs) around inside you and going, oh, you must work out a lot. (laughs) He was like touching my stomach, doing some kind of thing. No, he wasn't like, it like had something to do with the, the exam. I swear. Um, that was the only weird thing, though, in 10 years. And no, it didn't even... I feel like he's seeing 100 vaginas a day. Yeah, but not all of them are hot. Yes, I do have a hot vagina. Thank you. He probably gets very excited when, like, you know... Oh, Emily's on the schedule today. Better. Yeah, not just Emily, but, like, you know, anyone who's not, like, 68. I don't know. I would just think if you're... Can you imagine the amount of filth that he must look at? And then you get something nice coming. And you're like, oh, all right. I wonder if he goes home and he even wants to see his wife's vagina. Oh, she must be a sad lady. I think about that sometimes. Right? Well, people always ask me that, too. They're like, well, you talk about sex all day. Do you actually even want to have sex? I'm like, yeah, it's totally – I don't ever think – I hear that. about sex all night, though, and I go to bars afterwards sometimes, and it's like uh, – it's happened. Like, attractive women will be talking about sex loud enough, sometimes overtly loud, so that I will hear or people right? around them will hear. because you're so cute and they want to get your attention. I get up and move. 
Because because of Loveline, because you're I'm like just I, so over t- hearing people talk about sex. Yeah, it's like, that's all right. true. That yeah. you've actually been doing this longer than I have. So, but I don't like. I guess I write about blowjobs and sex all day. But I, I still, when I'm with my partner, like I'm not. You know, it's not so clinical. It's not so intellectual. I bet the gynecologist though, he's probably having sex with his wife and he's like feeling things inside her with his penis, going, "Ah, oh, that feels like a lump. I should check that out later." Exactly. He's like, "We're gonna do a little pelvic exam after, honey." I wonder if he has one in the bedroom, like with the stirrups. Oh, that'd be awful. Anyway, I didn't even ask my friend. She's like, I got a new gyno for you. I don't even know if it's a man or a woman. I really don't care. But I know a lot of women do. And I, I just don't get uptight about that stuff. Clearly, I'm very open. Okay. Um, literally. <laughs> literally very open. Okay. Dear Emily, I love giving oral sex, but my wife doesn't want me to go down on her. She says she isn't very comfortable with it. We've been together 12 years, married for six. How can I make her want it more or be more comfortable with it? Thanks, Tim. This is interesting. 12 years together and she doesn't want it. I'm wondering if, you know, she could have had a bad experience when she was younger. Maybe it just doesn't feel good to her. But, you know, a lot of women worry about how they smell and how they taste. They just do. And so um, you could maybe take a shower together, take a bath together. See, I don't know if you ever proposed that, but maybe that'll make her feel better. Maybe she's got insecurities about the way her vagina looks. Um, I would, you know, do you ever tell her she's got a beautiful vagina and you would just love to, you know, be down there getting to know it better? Women, you know, maybe she's got some body issues, some self-esteem issues. I'm not really sure what it is, but um, I, I think you can't make her feel more comfortable with it because I think you need to talk to her and get into it, not during sex, not when you try and she rejects you and don't get up in bed and go, babe, what's up? This is the kind of conversation you have at breakfast or when you're on a road trip. Um, but just say, babe, I'm just curious, you know, oral sex, not your thing, why? And, and and get to the root of it. Like maybe she thinks, oh, I don't think you really want to be doing it or it actually doesn't feel good this one time in college. You know, who knows? Maybe she had a bad ex- whatever it is. Get to the root of it because then you can figure out how to make her feel more comfortable with it. And you can, you know, say the right things. You know, if it is about her smell or her taste, take a shower, do whatever. Um, But you know what? The truth is some women just don't like it. I know women don't like it. I I don't understand those women. Um, No, I do. I have learned that, uh, God, I I hope I don't come off as like a a know-it-all. An asshole? Oh, know-it-all, okay. An asshole. I'm I'm kidding. That's unavoidable. Oh, yeah, everyone knows Anderson. But Anderson, I just want to say one thing, that Anderson is sort of doesn't like people, but he likes me, and he gets... I love the M. Are people known as... Do you think people think you're an asshole, though? Yeah, a lot of people do, and uh, it's because... A lot of people are really boring or they're mean or they're, they they say things that they shouldn't say. And I just kind of – I'm that type – I'm that horrible person that just lets them know right off the bat that I don't like I them. know. And that's why I'm so honored that you like me all the My time. My poor wife is always like just mortified. She's like, you just need to be nicer to people. Yeah, you do. Anyways. Okay, the, anyway. So go ahead. So what were you going to say about the oral sex? Uh just, I, I'm hoping that I don't come off as, as I know it all, but I, I've heard about a lot of these things from you know working with right. the old the old doctor in Corolla back in the day and hearing you know, literally tens of thousands of calls, and I've learned that uh, a lot of the, the ladies that don't like the old oral down there is uh, they're multiple orgasmic a lot. Yeah, multi multi orgasmic. I've heard that too. I've heard that women who don't like, but those are the women I think. Who it's I've heard too that intense. too. It's too intense. Kind for of them. like the it guy hurts. that you were just talking about earlier, where it's too sensitive. Right, it's too for sensitive him. for him. Right, and so so maybe yeah, but but it sounds to me like she's uh, she says she's not comfortable with it. So that's another that's another that great could, point. That's an, another thing. It could, it could, it could be, be that she's too sensitive. Trauma, trauma from her past. It could be trauma, or it could just be she's one of those weirdo chicks that right. uh, thinks that she's dirty and she's like overthinks everything. Exactly. She's got, uh, yeah. No, but you're absolutely right. A lot of women who have, but but but, but he's. Saying she's not comfortable with it, but maybe yeah, maybe it doesn't actually feel good to her. So 
Let's dig into this deeper here, Tim, and uh, find out, uh, do some talking. It's funny that people email me and then I'm always like, well, go back and talk to your partner because people don't talk. They're in relationships. You know a test? I just came up with it. It might work. Uh, Maybe go straight for her butt. And if she's cool with the butt, then it probably is uh, multi-orgasmic with the vajay. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Why? Because that means that she's too sensitive in the vajay, but she doesn't have a problem. It's not because she's she's worried about cleanliness or anything. Oh, I see. Because she might be like, oh, in the butt. And it's probably not like past trauma if she's going to let her in the butt as well. That's not true, though. No? I don't know. I mean, she might have vagina trauma, but not butt trauma. Oh, really? But they're so related and right next to each other. They're like neighbors. <laughs> they're like neighbors. Um, okay. Dear Emily, my question is about antidepressants. You commonly list them as a cause for low libido and low interest in sex. My wife is on a low dose of antidepressants through the winter because she has seasonal affective disorder. And we do have sex fairly frequently, so that's not the issue. I would say zero to four times a week, depending on our moods. Mainly mine. She goes along and has fun. I have become aware over time that she is unable to reach a high level of arousal, even though she still enjoys sex and has orgasms. Thank you, Hitachi, he says. And he is referring to the magic wand, of course, the Mack truck of all vibrators. Again, sexwithemily.com slash good vibes. Coupon code Emily, 15% off. If your partner is not able to orgasm or has any issues at all, the Hita- the ma- it's not actually called Hitachi anymore. It's the same exact thing, but yeah, they dropped the Hitachi. I, I'm picturing like a TV remote. I know, but it actually was Hitachi all these years, but then, then Vibratox, another company, bought the rights. It's just called the Magic Wand now. But anyway, it is it is the Mac truck of all vibrators. Um, but anyway, he thinks the antidepressants are the cause. Once in the summer off season, it was like a switch flipped, and she was pawing at me the way I normally paw at her. It was great, and I would love to experience this again. I think she and I have the ability for greater sexual growth, both personally and together. But I think the antidepressants may be a roadblock. So for all the times you list antidepressants as a cause of low libido, and the answer is that they are, what then? Thanks, Ken. Okay, Ken, so here's the deal. Sometime in life, you have to make compromises. And this is the biggest bummer. This is the cruelest thing from the universe that... People use antidepressants because, you know, they're really depressed and, you know, they might, you know, their life is grim and they can't get out of bed. And so it's like, oh, here's a pill. You'll be really happy. Life will be great. However, you can't you can't experience the most amazing pleasure on the planet, which is an orgasm. And that sucks. So she can live a happier life and she can still enjoy sex, but it's not the same. But there are some antidepressants like Wellbutrin that don't have the sexual side effects of SSRIs. If she's on Prozac, Zoloft, uh, Celexa, all the common antidepressants, those are the ones that um, allow that will make her have the sexual side effects. So she could talk to her doctor about switching to Wellbutrin. Again, it's another antidepressant, which is basically a lot of people take that because they don't like the side effects. Um, also, using the magic wand is a great idea when she's on antidepressants. If she's having a hard time orgasming, um, it gives you that extra oomph that she needs. Um, but also, she could try. I understand that she has to take it during these certain months. But I've also heard that that women can half their dose. If, like, let's say you guys are going away for a romantic weekend. Um, if she if even lowers her dose a little, and again, she should talk to her doctor about this. But if she halves it or takes a little less... A lot of times women who are antidepressants can do this. Like if they know they have like a special weekend or they want to have orgasms more, whatever, they can take a lower dose just for a few days 
and their sex drive will definitely increase and their libido will come back up. So really that's the only thing you can do. There are some other drugs. They say, you know, she could also talk to her. Again, this is all through her doctor. She has to see a psychopharmacologist or whoever she goes to. Um, these are the kind of things with antidepressants or any drug that sometimes you get on them and you're on them for a while and they make you feel great, but then they switch because our body chemistry changes. So if she's been on the same one for a while, let's say she's been taking Zoloft every season for seasonal affective disorder, maybe she should try another one. So she go talk to her doctor. He could give her something else. He could give her a lower dose SSRI. And then with she, he could also couple it with another drug that could um, also enhance her libido. So there are, those are the other options. But we also don't want to rape being depressed. So she's got to stay on the antidepressants. But again, you can tinker with meds. And that's what a good psychiatrist can do for you, Ken. Best of luck. That's what we got tonight, Anderson. It's depressing. Why are you depressed about antidepressants? Yeah, depressants. Antidepressants. It's, it's hard. It is. And, and like, I think that we are such an overly medicated society. And I'm not saying that I'm like, like, I'm not like, oh, is this, I'm not like. You medicate with sex, man. I do. I'm a sex addict. No, I'm not. But I, I do think that, that people pop pills for everything. I mean, everywhere I go, someone's like, you want a Xanax? Like tonight at the dinner party, someone's like, you want a Xanax? You want an Adderall? You want a Xanny? You want a, you want a bar? Yeah, you literally. Half, like, half half got, my friend's like, I said, I'm so, I said, I'm going into Loveline. I got and then do my show after. He's like, do you want an Adderall? And you said yes. I didn't. Oh, Should did? I? And then I said, he said, well, do you want a Xanax? I'm like, really? I wonder what you would be like on Adderall. I'd be fucking through the roof. I don't probably. know. It might mellow you out because you're always on Adderall, it seems. You know what I mean? I, do, I am? Well, you're just, you know, you're go, go, go. I'm always this way my entire life. Yeah, my so mom's maybe... the same way. She wears me into the, my mom's exhausting. Like, she has as much energy as I do. And she's like 70. Um, but it's funny. We are. People take drugs for every single thing. So, um and unfortunately, most of these drugs, a lot of them have sexual side effects. So, Anderson, what's up with you? What's your next podcast about? Tell me. Tell us. Talk about your podcast for a second. Ah, uh, we just did one tonight. It's available. I don't know. When, when is this show going up? I think tomorrow. Yeah. Well, then so is the uh, the old Film Vault. I think we're up for a Stitcher Award, too. Really? Yeah, I think Congratulations. So. I know we were last year. Film Vault is this podcast, the and Film it's Vault. all about, like, if you want to know what the latest and greatest and whatever movies, films to do see. Movies. Do a lot movies. of movie talk, yeah. Yeah, movie talk. And, uh, You're yeah, up this... for a Stitcher Award. That's amazing. I we love Stitcher. We were last year. I know they switched the format. I know we were up uh, at one point this this year. I don't know if we made the final grade because we took a couple weeks off there. I'll talk to them because I used it. to record my show from there in San Francisco. I don't know if you can just go and say, hey, I'm I would gonna like. Uh, I'm going to rig it. I would like this show to be it nominated so if it didn't make the cut. But I know we made the cut in the initial year last year. Which I'm was, proud uh, of you. It was, uh, I don't like it when people say humbling because it wasn't. It wasn't humbling. It made us feel awesome. You know what right, I mean? right. You're like, it oh my god, you recognize me. I know it like, wasn't humbling. Especially being an artist, it's like great when you get like awards. It's like, uh, yeah, I get it. The film vault's a legit show. I do it with Paul Bryan, who uh, is with the Corolla podcast. He's the, uh, the 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 sidekick on the Corolla podcast. Oh, cool. People, Corolla is like number one podcast, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I That's... believe he's the number one in the world. Crazy. Number and one loudmouth in the world. Wow. Yeah, that fucker. Um, that, <laughs> well, that's awesome. So everyone check out that. Check out my podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. And again, check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all sex with Emily. Also, oh my God, my iPhone app, Kaggle Camp, is just, it's for men and for women. And it helps you improve your for women, you will have stronger orgasms. So if you're listening to this, you or your girlfriend, she can't have orgasms. If you do it for five minutes a day, She'll have stronger orgasms. She might even squirt. That's uh, a good New Year's resolution right there. It is. Get it's on the mine. Cables. I have an iPhone app. So what the thing about my app is that 
doctors tell you to do them all the time, five minutes a day, but no one remembers. So I've got a little reminder on your phone, pops up, time for Kegel Camp, and you just do it. My voice walks you through it. But for men, it helps men. They can stay harder longer, all this stuff. So, and I got other iPhone apps, too. Check out everything on my website, sexfamily.com. Hey, um, how, how would you feel if you went to your new gynecologist, right, and he was doing his thing, and he had his fingers there, and he looked at you, and his eyebrows went up, and he's like, you Kegel Camp? How would you feel about it? Would you feel good? He was like, "You got some pretty tight PC muscles going on." There, and he babe. knew he knew about your uh, your app, but he didn't know it was you. You know what I mean? He's that like, "You be, must Kegel camp." That must be amazing. That would be amazing. That'd I would feel great. like I really reached the top, the pinnacle of my success. I could die the next day. Um, okay, everyone, thanks so much for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Crazy Girl Products carries unique pheromone infused products that scientifically make you hotter and feel more confident. I love their new After Dark line, especially their Lip Nip Tingle. To find out what that means, go to crazygirlproducts.com, use coupon code EMILY25, and get 25% off your purchase when you buy something at crazygirlproducts.com.